What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's it. I mean, I know you're from LA. Yeah, and and there, and air pollution is sort of like the norm. Is it? There. It is. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad outside. It's right no. There. It's no China though. Well, no, but it's uh, yeah, that volcanic smoke. I guess the vog, yeah, as they call the, it here. The vog. Had you ever heard the term vog before you lived on no, this island? No, not not once. And and honestly, I, I've been living here a year. I still don't know when it's vog. Or when it's just overcast. <laughs> well, if if you go outside and it looks like there's like a creepy mist everywhere and it's hard to breathe, is it that stuff that t- that that turns you inside out? Yeah, yeah, that's vog. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Brandon Cruz, and I'm Travis Menard, and this is apathetic. Enthusiasm. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you were pausing <laughs> for me to say the enthusiasm bit or not. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, welcome. This is episode fifty-one. One. Fifty-one. One. <laughs> it's episode fifty-one, and and we've got a great after after fifty. <laughs> everything's downhill from here, so we'll just throw caution to the wind. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's do whatever. Just throw it. Just throw it out there. Make sure to make sure if you're uh, a new fan of the show to head out to iTunes and give us five stars. Just just right away before you actually hear yeah. it. Just, just go rate and review. Pause right this. Now. Don't even pause. Just turn it off. Throw it away. <laughs> go rate the show. Uh, no, we're very happy to have you here. Um, thank you so much for listening. We've got a couple of great episodes or great topics for you. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna get a little nostalgic in this episode, I think. Yeah. Talk talk a little bit about the past. Uh, and this is a special crossover episode, yes, because uh, we have the host of submitted for your approval here that, in that, studio. That, that's right, especially here. That's you. You're, you're, oh, you're the host. Of ah, for your crap. Uh, that <laughs> submitted for your approval, a Twilight Zone oh, podcast. Crap. You will actually get a chance to hear uh, an episode, uh, because not just because we're lazy and wanted to use that in the show. No, but we we, no. we wanted to highlight the Twilight Zone a little bit, but. But first, before we get into that. But yeah. Before we get into that, let, let's let's talk about something. Let's talk about divergence. And and not just the that Shailene Woodley movie and, and the book series. <laughs> is is that her name? That, yeah, I think you're Shailene Shailene Woodley. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So so earlier I was going to do a, a speech at Toastmasters and I was gonna use the the outline, the bones for this episode to, to You're gonna use what I wrote. To just do <laughs> a, a five minute impromptu speech. Um, and so right before the, the meeting we had, I went into the bathroom and I was like, okay, how would I need to have a few jokes ahead of time? Okay. Divergence. Like, Oh, Shailene Woodley, Shireen Gooby. <laughs> and so, and so really for like the, the 10 minutes before the meeting started, I was like, <laughs> you're just trying to figure is out it, her is name. It Shailene Woodley. Cause I don't get, I don't get cell service in that <laughs> building cause they're all old, old, like, like 40 style buildings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, so I but was like, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. In the end, I was just like, if I give the speech, I'm just going to say, have you seen those shit. movies? I haven't. My wife loves them. Really? Yeah. I read the first book. The what first was it about? 
Different episode. episode. (laughs) Uh, What we want to talk about. Stay tuned for apathetic enthusiasm. Reviews. The, the divergence episode. <laughs> uh, so, so this is this topic is actually um, inspired by an article from TheVerge.com. That's right. Written by Neelai Patel. He is. That's right. Uh, I think their lead editor over at The Verge. Okay. Um, and and in a rare change of pace, you sent me a Verge article. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you were like, "Oh, we should talk about this sort of thing on the I'm, show." I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up because. <laughs> Yeah, usually it's Travis who's like, "Hey, uh, here's what we should talk about. This, you know, here's here's what I have written down. Here's me begging you to talk about technology. What do you? What are your thoughts?" Uh, and then this week I was I was at work where I do most of my web browsing, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Uncle Sam probably doesn't appreciate that. Uh, but I, I saw that article and, I was, and it, it it spoke to me. Yeah. It called out to me. So it was like the One Ring, <laughs> and it was like. Them all. <laughs> The one topic My to precious. get us through this week. Um, so before we get into exactly what divergence is, I want to talk a little bit about what uh, convergence. convergence is. And, and and specifically, we're not we're not it's getting not into a, a it's fi- not a prequel. We're not getting into like it's a, a physics lesson here or anything like that. Um, this is essential essentially the idea of technological convergence, right? So uh, a few decades ago, everybody had like a portable music player. Um, maybe you had a calculator, you had a cell phone, Bob had a zoom. Yeah. Let's, let's not, <laughs> let's not deal with that. Uh, yeah. but yeah. And so, um, maybe you had a pocket point and shoot camera and all of these different, uh, individual items, uh, over the past 20 years or so, yeah. uh, have been converging if you will. So this is through the use of advanced hardware and software improvements, uh, now most of that can all be found in your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is this theory in technology that as technology continues to progress, we will see more and more different pieces of technology converging together into one sort of device or being, uh, replaced with some sort of software replacement so that you can, you can just put it all in one iPhone or, right. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that theory holds up pretty well and and makes a lot of sense but what we've been seeing over the last uh especially early this year with ces is uh sort of a divergence and and in in your own words explain sort of what this divergence is divergence is the opposite of what you explained with convergence which is well said (laughs) moving on uh yeah that's it i mean divergence is essentially the splitting apart of these experiences you know we have travis is looking at his iphone right now for the bones the bones and um you know uh but he has music on there he has a camera on there um he has a A word processor (laughs) a word processor um and divergence is basically saying you know hey let what about some some classic eight millimeter cameras like we saw with kodak coming out with again right yeah um Oh, the music, the record players. Uh, Sony's coming out with a new thing. Hey, there's a record player right over there. I have a record player right over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was before CES. I just want to put on that. Yeah. Hipster. Before you call me hipster. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you did. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so this, this idea that there are particular things that um, may be unique experiences that require a different form of technology, a different um, device that isn't just whatever you have in your pocket, but... Um, by having these different unique pieces of technology, they enhance the experience, right? So yeah, we can listen to streaming music on Spotify through our, you know, stock Apple earbuds on our iPhone, but is the quality and the experience of doing that the same as pulling out a classic record, throwing it on the turntable, you know listening to it like actually focusing yeah. on that unique thing growing growing out your your beard and your mustache <laughs> putting on some bell-bottom jeans going to whole foods <laughs> and finding some canoa uh brewing your own ipas <laughs> you know that sort of thing. yeah that that type of thing divergence <laughs> um yeah you know you, you you bring we've talked about records already um and this is something that like i i've col- I won't say I've collected records for the longest time, but I've always been a guy who like, I'll go to a thrift shop or, you know, I'll just be looking around and I'll look at the records just cause I'm like, I'm interested in that, that yeah, era of sure. music. Right. 
um, classic classic rock seventies. Um, you just went to a Chicago concert. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Does anybody really you were know like what... the youngest one there? Right? <laughs> it was really it was really weird. Um, but uh, you know, so I'm always I'm whenever I'm there, I just I look because I'm interested. And if I see a record that I'm like, oh, this awesome, I uh, Hotel California the album, I found it like. I want that. I want, yeah. I want to hold on to that. Well, I think there's something to be said for um, tangible items. You yeah. know, being able to own an album, own a record, and hold it in your hand and, you know, look at the cover art and really, like, appreciate that in a tactile way yeah. is, 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 is a different experience than, oh, let me, let me search for that on Spotify. Oh, they have the album art there. Yeah. They, they have all the songs and they're already playing. And, and it's, it's almost an afterthought. Like, like yeah. you, you don't even, you're like, Oh, what do I want to listen to today? Oh, I want to listen to some Eagles. Okay, cool. And you hit that on the thing and then you're listening to the music and it's, it's not the same experience as actually finding the record, pulling it out, you know, setting it up yeah. and, and really giving your attention to that item. Like the, the other day I put a, uh, super tramp record on, uh, breakfast in America. And so I put it on, um, the logical song was on. And then I, I walked away and I, I was doing other stuff, uh, but Chelsea was listening to it and then, um, it switched to the next song and it's a song that we don't, we don't know because we don't hear that. It's not on the radio. It's not, it's not, it's not it wasn't, it wasn't a hit, a chart topper. Exactly. And Chelsea had this moment where she's like, Whoa, wait, that's the same singer. What's going on? Oh, I'm listening to an album. Yeah. This, <laughs> this isn't like on shuffle. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's and, not a playlist. And even though like that kind of experience isn't wholly tangible, it there is something different there for sure. And yeah. and it's it's difficult for me to explain in, in um, whole words and sentences. Yeah, I <laughs> I think I think there's a. I mean, I, you talk a little bit about like the eight millimeter film cameras, right? Mm-hmm. And and Kodak is 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 trying to come back and make themselves uh, relevant again as a company. So they've They've brought out some more nostalgic items, and I mean, really, they're competing with the cell phone in your pocket right now. Any anybody that wants to take a picture can quickly pull their cell phone out, snap a picture. Yeah, the quality isn't the best, yeah, but you capture the moment, you take that selfie, whatever. It it's stored in the cloud. You never think about it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. like I I mean, I I know my parents, my grandparents, uh, me as a child, I would shoot a roll of film, mm-hmm. go get it developed. I would take that stack of, of photographs. I would look through them. I, w- I would look at each one individually, find the ones I really like. I would put some in an album. Yeah. You know, people took time to, you know, actually organize those into like <laughs> books yeah. and store those books and preserve those memories. And now we're like, nah, throw it up on Instagram. Oh, I got 10 likes. Cool. All right. Mm, okay. <laughs> you got 10 likes. Yeah, I fun. never get 10 likes. We're, we don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go follow us on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah. I think there's that that with the eight millimeter camera, it's the same sort of thing. They add convenience to it. They're not asking you to process your own film in a dark room in your basement. Um, you can you can take the film and send it off, and they will send you back. Um, you know the the developed uh, uh, film, but it's it's still that idea of working on a tangible media, mm-hmm. having to actually care for some sort of uh, uh captured media and then having something that you can go back and play and 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 the quality's different and it's more of a almost like a craftsman type yeah you know it, not not everyone is doing that so it, it's it's a unique experience it's not mm-hmm. what everybody else is doing with the cell phones in their pockets yeah it's it's again it's difficult to explain the the difference in experience uh and I don't know if if you can relate to this or if any of our listeners can relate to this, but it's going back to the music. It's a difference from when I have something on my Spotify playlist. I have I have the the aux cable plugged into my phone, mm-hmm. and I I hear a song, and uh, I'll just say I'll just say Hotel California because it's on top of my, yep. mm-hmm. top of my tongue. Uh, so, and the, that's the greatest hits. No, I <laughs> looked I looked at the Eagles record over there. I, I did. Um, but uh, so Hotel California comes on, maybe my my Spotify, and I'm like, eh, I don't want to listen to it. I'll I'll, I'll switch. And I'll keep like pressing the forward button until I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, there's a song I hear. Yeah. But if 
I pull that cord. Say I, I Hotel California, I skip. I'm like, you know, I don't want to listen to my Spotify. I pull it. And then I turn on the radio and Hotel California is on. Then right. I'm like, All right. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is it. Man, I, love it this, I love this jam. Uh, just, it, I don't know. It, it's, it's a different experience. I, I yeah. feel like, especially. Like, cause, cause the radio, I, it's, it's forcing me to listen to that. Right. Like, yeah. To, to, a, an, to an extent. To an extent yeah. Right. Uh, it's my choice to listen to the, the uh, to the station, but it's also my, but <laughs> you're not in total control of the order of the songs, the song selection, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, this idea, especially with streaming media, but this, um, lack of like ownership and, and really even just digital media in general with movies and things like that. Uh, like we sacrifice a level of quality at times, uh, for convenience mm-hmm. and, and sometimes, especially for certain pieces of work, different movies or, or, or music, you you almost want to have the the richest format, the the best quality to to try and appreciate it more. And and, and, and maybe that's just like the hipster thing, right? Like maybe is this is this whole concept just like you know, the hipsters having their day where it's like, all right, it yeah, that streaming music sounds fine, but it sounds it, it it, you don't get the same quality as if you listen to it on vinyl, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that, so is this just everybody like buying into that, or or is this or is there something you know legitimate to this idea? Uh, I don't I don't know about that. I mean, the the difference between vinyl and digital, obviously, is vinyl is analog. True. Uh, so, I mean, digital by its very nature is broken down into zeros and ones, ones and zeros. Yeah. Uh, and and that even at its smallest is just ups and downs chop 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 <laughs> i mean it's it's like putting lego blocks together sure you're, you're never yeah. going to be completely smooth with digital so what we need to do is we just need to bring the bands live into the room <laughs> right and have them play and so acoustically and so vinyl uh is you know especially for the the older older records older bands that is as close that's closer to you know a live recording at, than than digital right? sure Okay. Um, but having said that, there have been studies out there that, uh, with audio files even, that will be like, okay, uh, they have them listen to a song here, and then that same song again, and then they have to say which one's vinyl. And there's no statistical evidence that even you know this this the strictest audio file could tell the difference. Yeah, they did that with uh, when Jay Z's streaming music. Uh, service title okay uh, yeah. came out they they sort of did that thing because it was supposed to be like lossless music or something like that and so they would play the same songs from like spotify apple music and title mm. and people would listen to them and, and rate the songs based on the audio quality yeah and they were all over the board yeah it was and some people liked a certain style better than another and i think there you start getting into just sort of a personal preference exactly right um, um uh, so i think with the vinyl it's it's a matter for me especially it's it's having that tangible like we've been talking about uh my my younger brother brett shout out to brett uh brett because he he part of this episode is i saw that article on the verge but the night before i was talking to him we were on skype and uh we had just played league of legends and he's like uh i'm looking for a movie to download to buy on my xbox one and he's going through like all these different packs. He's like, "Oh, should I buy the Sherlock Holmes pack or oh, the, there's a Friday the 13th pack. Oh, there's a Nightmare on Elm Street pack." Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd, I don't want to I wouldn't I wouldn't buy them if I were you. I would just buy the go buy the DVDs." He's like, "Yeah, but I know where all my movies are here." Yeah. Um, and uh, so there was the idea of you know, like he doesn't he doesn't mind not owning the physical thing right now. He's he's 22. He, um, he appreciates the convenience of being able to turn on a device and immediately get that. Right. Instead of having to go to the closet, <laughs> make sure they were all alphabetized correctly. Yes. Find the one, <laughs> find the one that's out of place and, 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 and pop that in. Yeah, and, I and get it, that. And it's an interesting, uh, uh, kind of comparison between him and, and Chelsea because he was like, it's digital. I know where it is. Like I always, I always have access to it. It's right there. Yeah. Right. And Chelsea is, I don't like doing things like that because, it could just all disappear one day and it okay. could all, it, uh, it could just be gone in a minute. We talk about digital photos. <laughs> yeah. We, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have so many photos on my iPhone that I've never uploaded. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I do upload them, I'll, 
I'll be honest with you, I'll probably lose them within two days. Yeah. They'll be gone. Yeah. <laughs> and and one day when like my hard drive's about to crash and I'm like trying to trying to like move all get, my th- get all your son's baby pictures <laughs> like yeah yeah no i've had that happen with a hard drive and i'm just like oh gosh my wife is gonna kill me <laughs> yeah oh, no. yeah and, and there's there's something more permanent about uh a physical copy of things do do you think there are any other uh experiences or activities that maybe are sort of converged into one device right now or a, f- a segment of devices that could benefit from divergence that could is there anything else that maybe we're doing on phones or things like that that maybe we could pull that out and or pull a version of it out and sort of have a better experience with it? Oh, that that's uh, that's a good question. I, I have to think about it. What about what I, about you? Thoughts? For me, this is this isn't like so much a technology thing or something that like, and and we talk about you know record players and eight millimeter cameras. These aren't new technology, but for me, I think I think gaming. Um, the, the experience of like a board game compared oh. to, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of multiplayer game. Like, you know, we were playing Battlefront uh, in a private match last night, having fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wh- wailing on some TIE fighters. That's right. But oh, uh, we destroyed you, Matt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and that's fun, but getting a group of friends around a table mm-hmm. and having a board game there with like pieces in your hand. Um, and, and, and just, just sort of the difference in that experience. I think I, I, I'm very fond of it. And I think it's something that's lost for a lot of people that if, if they're, if they're too into just video gaming and they, and they don't kind of, you know, pull out the seller's Catan board every once in a while and, <laughs> and, and, and throw some dice around. So, um, that, that for me is one that, that I will continue to embrace moving forward. Um, uh, I would say I, I have kind of an, I won't say issue, but I have a difficulty with digital artwork. Okay. Um, Digital. Like comics? Well, it could be comics. It could be comics. Uh, It could be like the the Eagles Greatest Hits album I have up there. Mm -hmm. It could be any of these posters I have on the wall. If I had, if we're talking about convergence, this stuff wouldn't, wouldn't be up there. Sure. Right. Yeah. This. Uh, it'd be a flip book on your. It'd be in a <laughs> yeah. photo gallery. It'd be account. like, I would. I would basically just have like a couple cell phones behind me, <laughs> plastered on the wall. Just, just, just like some some LCD screens. <laughs> yeah. That that just like you have like a, a digital slideshow. Yeah. Of, of Battlefront posters <laughs> and and Deadpool right. posters. Right. And that's that's too expensive. Yeah. Them. We can't have that. Um, we we don't have sponsors on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I bought I bought a goat. I bought the Gautier album when it when it first came out because i was like this is really good stuff and and uh, that album is is just all around great um but it came with like digital download digital artwork digital mm-hmm. album art and i was like this is cool but I'll, I'll never it's on my itunes but i'll never look at it again sure yeah. um mm-hmm. the the other thing about like even cds cds cassettes uh the the vinyl movies dvds blu-ray um comics well I'll, I'll, we'll get into comics in a second okay. i think uh but like the artwork is there i like i used to i used to take the cd covers and just like take them out and just just nail them on the put wall, them up on your wall right yeah. mm-hmm. um just because like i love the art and I, you don't you you don't go to art galleries and generally i probably uh and, probably and, some new age stuff out there and have that. and have digital art galleries right yeah. you're gonna go to an art gallery and you're gonna see stuff that people painted yeah firsthand you're gonna see the actual the actual stuff or a print of it or something like that and that's coming from somebody who can't even draw a ghost that well uh a a few weeks yeah squirm is great don't 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 (laughs) Don't ask uh yeah we we talked and i think we'll we'll close with this but uh with comics Mm -hmm. um we've we've been making regular trips to the the local comic shop shout out to other realms uh but I, w- I was catching up on some comic series um, using like the Marvel Unlimited app. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And, and I was talking to you about some comic and I was like, oh, yeah, I've been reading it on my phone. And you're like, I can't do it. Like, you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, and, and it's funny because as I've been going um, and getting the books and actually like, you know, having, having the tangible stuff, like, mm-hmm. I haven't been opening those apps, I haven't been using them. Because it really is a different experience. You get a better appreciation for the art when you have it, you know, kind of in your hand. Um, 
So, you know, yeah. that, that's us. There, there, there's, there's something about, like, like taking the comic. And even though, like, you're <laughs> no, it's not going to get graded. You're not going to make any money off of yeah. it ever. There's still, like, a... Like being super careful with it, <laughs> like oh, I don't want to, I don't want to bend the spine too much, right? And like sitting, sitting you, in you, a in a like a <laughs> a closed off room, yeah. sealed room, and, and, yeah. you, and you're like blowing on your fingertips, to make sure they're <laughs> they're not sweaty, right? Um, you know, and and so there, there's there's a process to it beyond swipe right. Yeah, swipe yeah. Right. Let me let me pinch to zoom a little bit so I can <laughs> so I can appreciate that a little bit more. Um, that's what we think about this whole divergence convergence thing. Um, what do you guys think? The people that are listening right now, you're listening to an audio podcast, probably on a yeah. digital format, possibly on your smartphone. Um, but what do you think? Do you want us live in your homes? Is, is that, is that a better experience <laughs> for you? Um, please let us know in the comments you can, or you can hit us up on social media and tell yeah. us what you think about this idea. Are, are you for divergence? Are you for these, these fringe items or, is- are you are you all about cramming it yeah. cramming it all in a one piece of technology is, that you can take with? Is it a generational thing, like my between my brother and my my wife who are yeah. uh, ten years apart? That's a great question. Um, as as we look back into these these relics of the past, like like uh, record players and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's another podcast in the Geek Aid family. <laughs> oh yeah, that focuses on the past that. a little bit, uh, and that is submitted for your approval. So, uh, I said it right. Yeah, okay. yeah you, said, you said it. You said it right. Uh, submit it for your approval. It's a it's a Twilight Zone Twilight Zone podcast. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is your baby. Yeah. This is all you. I've been on a couple episodes, but only yeah. as a guest. Um, <laughs> but I, w- I want to know what what was your inspiration? What was your was your the driving force for starting submit it for your approval? Uh, so we st- we started this podcast and um, Near, nearly a year ago. Nearly a year ago, and. It was, it's a good way to, you know, to, to talk about your interests and, and really expand on them. And, and, you know, if, if people listen, great. Like if even one or two people listens, great, you know, it's just it, exposing people to, to different, to different thoughts and, and getting exposed to different thoughts is, is really awesome. And really, I think one of the things for us is just sharing the things we're passionate about. Yeah. And, and, and if we see a story about divergence and convergence, or whatever, and we're really interested in that, this is a platform for us to talk about that. Yeah. Um, and for you, something you are very passionate about would be the twilight zone. Yeah. And, and twilight zone is, is something, uh, I tried to do something similar. Um, so for, before we get into the actual, uh, crossover episode, uh, What's submitted for your approval is is an episode by episode recap of the Twilight Zone, starting right. with season one and, and just rolling through. Probably take a, a pause at the end of season one <laughs> to, to give me a break. But um, and so each episode is uh, correlated to an episode of the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. and it, we talk about themes, we talk about the plot, um, and and we kind of just we don't talk about the episode. Um, just by itself, I mean, we, we expand off into that theme's direction and, and bring it back to the episode. Mm-hmm. And I think what is so great about the Twilight Zone is the the social context uh, and the, the the deeper aspects of the of theme. I keep saying theme over and over again um, that it, it brings about. Um, and so, as I was saying before, I tried to do something similar with a blog. I tried to do like an episode by episode writing blog on. Yeah. Um, and I got probably maybe about 10 episodes into it and I was like, well, no one's even reading this. And plus I'm probably a crappy writer. <laughs> uh, so I'll stop that. And so when we started doing this podcast, I was like, you know, if I ever do a solo podcast, if, if Travis leaves me, which he's planning, I never abandoned you, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I it's something I want to podcasting is something I still want to do. Um, but it needs to be something that I am fairly knowledgeable about something I feel comfortable talking about. And Twilight Zone is that media that you know what I've I've seen just about every episode. If I haven't seen an episode, I would be surprised. Yeah. Um. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it takes me a while to remember the the context of it. But um. You know, it, I've watched it ever since I was a kid. It's it's part of me. It's part of my family. Um. And so yeah, I just want to talk about it and and spread it to the world. The the interesting thing for me, uh, because I was never a twilight zone fan i don't think i for every episode you've seen i've probably not seen an episode uh i mean i 
I understood cultural references. I understood the music, the opening, the sort of the monologues by Rod Serling and things like that, that, yeah. that, that transcend pop culture. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really sat down and watched episodes of the twilight zone. Uh, so as you started this project and just because I'm friends with you, <laughs> I, I, I started being more interested in the twilight zone and, and more interested in, um, just some of the different stories and, and concepts. So what I've been doing is I've actually been watching the first season through starting with episode one. Um, I'm a little ahead of, of your <laughs> weekly episodes, no, but, right. um, but it's great for me as a new like viewer of, of the twilight zone to go back, watch these episodes, kind of get my own thoughts about it, but then also download your episode and then be like, okay, like here's someone that's really kind of well-versed in the twilight zone sort of culture and what's, what's their take on it. And then also getting a few other, uh, you have, you have different guests every week. Um, so you kind of, you kind of get a variety about different uh, points of view about the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's kind of what I wanted to do, you know, get, get people with different experience levels of, of the twilight zone. You, of course, uh, my friend Tiffany, who is on the last episode, we talked about the 60 millimeter shrine, uh, which has a, um, Ida Lupino. She was a, a director, a uh, female director back in back in the fifties, which is which is huge. Um, she comes from a long line of entertainers for like two hundred some odd years, right? <laughs> wow. um, and uh, she was the only female to direct and star in an episode of The Twilight Zone. Um, and um, yeah, there's just so Tiffany and I we talked about talked about that aspect of it. You know, we mm-hmm. talked about that aspect of it. Uh, and that was more of a you know a, a deeper conversation. My f- a friend of mine, Patrick Orr, he was on the second episode, and that's a different that's a completely different feel in it. The yeah, that's, yeah, it's that, a little bit a little bit more loose, a little bit more. Yeah, we were probably more we were probably more drunk that episode, <laughs> uh, and uh, he'll be on the episode where we talk about um, time enough at last. Yes, a little bit, yes, a little bit in the future. Um, well, I think the I mean we talked about it a fair bit here. But I think the best way for our apathetic enthusiasm listeners mm-hmm. to get a feel for submitted for your approval is to let them listen to it. Just let them listen to it. So uh, if you if you are already listening to submitted for your approval, thank you for doing so. On behalf of Brandon, I thank you. <laughs> um, but if you're not uh, here, here is is what is this, episode five? Episode five, yeah. Episode five. Uh, it's not going to be any new voices because because I'm the guest for episode five, <laughs> uh, but this is uh, this is walking distance. So uh, I encourage you to take a listen, check it out, uh, go check out some uh, Twilight Zone for yourself. And uh, if you, if you manage to stick through the whole submitted for your approval episode, uh, we'll be back at the end to close the apathetic enthusiasm. So. Heck, heck yeah! All right, thanks so, so much, guys. Without further ado, here is submitted for your approval. That's Twilight Zone podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Good evening, perhaps. This is Brandon Cruz, and welcome to Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. And we are on episode five of the Twilight Zone on both this show and the Twilight Zone itself. With me today, I have, as always, my friend, my co-host of Apathetic Enthusiasm, Travis Menard. Travis? I'm back. I'm ready. I'm back, excited. Back and ready to go. This is back for more. This I, is, I couldn't stay away. <laughs> this is your second episode of of the of the podcast. It, it is, but I've been listening to all of them. And I'm, I'm an avid fan. I subscribed. And you've been giving me professional critique all <laughs> all evening. As as your as your co host <laughs> on other uh podcasts. Yes, I, I, I do try to encourage you and, and help you to, to make the most of this twilight zone podcast that's right you are you are my uh unofficial uh, manager my <laughs> my talent agent you're uh what, what's the guy that uh comes out before like a like a comedian promoter hype man oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, next are up. you guys ready for brandon cruz the twilight zone yeah. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. Hey, thank, thanks for thanks for coming out, man. I, I know it's a, a long trek for you from your house. Yeah, five I, feet away. It was a long walk. Um, all right, guys, we got a good show. Here, here's here's what we got. Episode five, as I mentioned, 
Uh, it is Walking Distance. Walking Distance. Walking Distance uh, originally aired 30 October 1959. Was this like the Halloween special? Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is Twilight Zone Treehouse of Horror. <laughs> um, and this is, uh, we'll get into this, but this is another kind of nostalgia piece. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of, kind of uh, bookending with 16 millimeter shrine next sure. week. Um, so I'll, we'll, I think we'll get into some of those similarities and differences. Um, but here's here's the plot. Let's just get right into it. Let's just get right into the plot. All right. Are you okay with that, Travis? I'm, I'm, I'm on board with the plot. I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. You are great. But that is also great that you're on okay. board. Uh, so, walking distance. Uh, this story is about a man, Martin Sloan. Martin Sloan, age 36. <laughs> and uh, so, he he's, he's a businessman. He's an exec, works for like, an, uh, uh, like a media company. Yeah, he's like an advertising like vice president or something like that. Right. And so we start the episode and he's, he's in kind of a sports car note. Uh, the top is down driving through the desert, right? Mm-hmm. Just, yep. just blaring. Uh, and he gets to a gas station, you know, kind of self, uh, not a self-service station, uh, but a, a service station. And he, uh, laying on the horn, just he, giving it the what's for. It was different. It was different, different back, back then. then. Yeah. They, you know, these pushy guys <laughs> from New York, they come on down, you know, to the country and they just expect, you know, to be waited on hand and foot. Exactly. You know, these, these fancy folk from New York city. Yeah. With their New pace. York city. <laughs> I was about to make the pace, but not that joke. Um, so, uh, so the, the serviceman there, he go and takes the car to, you know, service it. Uh, and that's, that's around the time Martin Sloan, he says like, Oh, my, my hometown is, is right up there. Home, <laughs> Homewood. He says, he says, that's Homewood up ahead, right? And then it cuts to a sign that says Homewood, one and a half miles. <laughs> and then the serv- the kid at the service station is like, yeah, it's about a mile and a half away. We just saw that on the sign. So <laughs> yeah. so good. It was a different time back then. <laughs> uh, and uh, so Martin Sloan says, hey, that's walking distance. Walking distance. Yeah. Yeah, about a mile and a half. That's what the- <laughs> he says it again. To to Homewood, right? Yeah, to Homewood. Walking distance. Mile and a half. Suit yourself. I don't like cardio. <laughs> and then he goes and works on the car. That, that's that's exactly right. Car deal. I, I, I want to I want to know. Yeah. What is walking distance for you? Before we I mean I know we're getting into the plot and we're we're building up the story here. Should. What is what is walking distance? Like a mile? Is that walking distance? Hmm. Two blocks? Is that is that walking distance that's, to you? That's a. That's it a, was a different time back then. <laughs> it was a different time back then. Uh, no, when I was when I was living in Korea in Seoul, I pretty much walked. Every, I walked to a lot of places when I wasn't taking the subway. And, sure, um, but probably you know, two to three miles at for a, time. a guy in New York. Public transportation is like huge. So mile and a half. That's walking distance. Well, it was a different time back then. Sure. Um, they had streetcars back then. I, I think in New York, this is getting off topic, but I think in New York, like a block is like three miles. So we're like, oh, it's <laughs> we like, can't confirm that. It's like three blocks down. It's like, oh, that's nine and a half miles. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so Martin Sloan, he, he walks off towards Homewood. Yeah. A mile and a half towards Homewood. It's walking distance. And so he, he gets there and his first stop when he gets to Homewood is a, uh, like, like a soda. A, exactly. Like a, a soda drug store, soda kind of, shop, yeah. drug one of those old timey places. It was a different time back then, and so he so he goes in there and he he goes up to the the cashier. He's like, "I'll, I'll take a chocolate soda, three scoops, three scoops." Still making with three scoops. And uh, he he he, ta- he starts to reminisce. He's like, "Oh, you know, my I grew up here and uh, old man Wilson, yada yada." Used to used to sleep back. At- uh, back in his comfy chair in the other room mm-hmm. uh, before he died, blah blah, yeah. And uh, he's like, ah, the, uh, how much? How much is it? The guy's like, a ten dime. cents. Like, ten cents? <laughs> You're gonna get ripped off, buddy. Like, this is this is cheap. And the guy's like, huh? Where okay. are you from, Mister? New York. Yeah. yeah. They established, but I was here a long time ago. Uh, and so, uh, so Martin Sloan walks off, and the attendant then, as soon as Martin's out there. 
he like goes into the back room and there's Mr. Wilson sleeping on the couch. Like, Mr. Wilson, uh, I think we need to order some chocolate syrup. I'll order some this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, and that's a, that's our first. That's our well. It's one of many clues that Martin Sloan's not in his own time anymore. Yes, not not all is right in in Homewood, so to speak. So Martin's next stop is he's walking down the street and he sees a child, uh, a cute little blonde kid. Hi. Uh, just Hi. playing marbles, right? Yeah. On, As one does on the road. And Martin, Martin sits down, and he starts talking to the kid, and then he says to the kid, uh, oh, I used to play marbles. We used to have nicknames for our marbles. This isn't has this doesn't have to do with the plot, but I just want to point out that he says, we used to name our marbles uh, the ones that were steel, we called them steelies, <laughs> and the ones that we could see through, we called them clearies. That's, that's the most original naming ever different time back then no it's not because my kids i'll give them like a toy bear and they're like i'm like you want to name it and they're like yeah barry and like here's a here's a baby doll i'm gonna name it baby oh really? so maybe they just maybe they just have no imagination my, my kids like oh here's a here's a toy bear like oh i'll name it samson scoops <laughs> like not yeah, to, that it. is your spawn right there <laughs> that doesn't make any sense i'm kid. gonna name him Splorpy florts <laughs> Um, so, uh, so the kid says, you know, Hey, you know, what's, what's your name? He's like, Oh, I'm Martin, Martin Sloan. Like, you're, you're not, you're not Marty Sloan. I know Marty Sloan. You're no, you're no Marty Sloan. I know Marty Sloan and you, sir, are no <laughs> Marty Sloan. Uh, and, uh, so Martin, Martin's like, Oh, that's a little, a little bit weird. So after that, he, uh, what, what, what's his next, what's his next. So, so then that? he, he, he leaves the street. He heads down to the park. That's right. Uh, he's reminiscing on, uh, the days of yesteryear, how the park was this glorious place. And in summer you could, you could just, uh, be carefree. The merry-go-round, Insouciant. The, the sounds of the, the, uh, calliope yeah. and, and, ah, the gazebo. Uh, in fact, I, I carved my name on that gazebo, mm-hmm. uh, back when I was like 13 or something. And as he looks toward the gazebo, what does he see? He sees a young boy. About a, young, a young Marty Sloan, if you will. Ooh. Oh. Carving what name? Marty S. Marty S. Because he, he, ne- he never finishes the last name. A uh, little, <clears throat> little bit of trivia on that. The editor messed up. And when you first see him, he's, he's like carving the end of his name. And then when it cuts to him again, it's he's... Just doing the S, right? He's just carving the S. So the editor kind of like... Yeah, there's like a weird continuity error there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I actually ended up going back and looking at it. It's like, yeah, that's... Something isn't quite right. Like, there was a letter missing or something at another point. Um, but, you know, it's it's 1950s television. So so Martin goes up to Marty and uh, like, Mart, Martin, Marty, Marty, or Martin, Marty, Marty. It is you. It that's, is. That's what I looked like. Like, sir? Oh, I, everybody does it, mister. Yeah. Mister... As as any self respecting teenager would do, uh, that is caught red handed vandalizing yeah. public property, the kid bolts. Exactly, he just takes right. off. Exactly right. Uh, so so Marty, young Marty, books it. So Martin goes back to his old house, the old Sloan house, the old Sloan house. He goes up to the door, he knocks on the door, and a man op- opens it up. Yeah. Pop, he, pop, pop. Is that is that you? And then the mom shows up. And so that's like that's his like oh, whoa yeah. Why are my especially are my when are? I we get the impression that one of his parents may have already passed on, if not both of them, right? Um. So yeah. So this this is sort of like the first arc of the episode, and I think there was a commercial break shortly after that because then you get Rod Serling coming back in, yeah, and and he and he kind of establishes that yes, in fact, he has gone back in time. He is experiencing some sort of past yeah uh, there there was there was a weird part right before the commercial where right after he talks to his parents he the neighbor kid is like oh hey you like my new car and it's like a 1934 roadster mm-hmm. and so martin's talking to the guy and he's like uh oh i haven't seen one of these in a long time a rumble seat the kid's like where are you from siberia this just came off the lot it was fresh made from detroit and he uh martin rubs his hand along the the fender he's like caressing it ever so gently yeah and he's like 1934 roadster what like like not not the fact that he just saw his parents uh, (laughs) still alive 
it, the fact that like the roadster was brand the new. The car is brand new in immaculate condition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so essentially what we have here is as Martin Sloan walks into his hometown, he in fact walks, what, 30 years, 20, 30 years? 20 to 25 years. Um, into the past and is now experiencing his hometown as it was when he was a young teenage boy. Yes. Um, and, and really I think there's, there's, uh, an, an overarching theme throughout the episode about this idea of, um, trying to go back, trying to go back to your past, back to we talked a little bit about nostalgia, but, um, you know, like I think back to, um, my childhood and, you know, summers where you were just kind of carefree and you didn't, you didn't care about bills or, or, or work uh, or any, anything, any responsibilities. You could just have fun and just kind of, you know, you didn't have any cares in the world. Yeah. And his, his, his initial trip back to his hometown was, um, and he talks about it when he first stops at the service station that, you know, if, if he had to hear one more, like, report or like go through sit one through one more board meeting might or jump like out that. a window right so he's he's stressed out in his job and he's just trying looking for an escape uh-huh. and so he ends up escaping too far and actually escaping back into his childhood um i i i thought a lot about that uh like for me like i've i, I grew up in the same place for mm. for the first like 20 years of my life yeah but i haven't lived there for the last 10 so when I go back, I'm always like thinking like, okay, like what's going to be different? Like what's going to be the same, you know? And, and he kind of does that same thing early on in the episode. Yeah. And it's when everything is the same, including the people and they haven't <laughs> aged at all yeah. that he just, that's where you start getting the real twilight zone freak out moment. But I think there's, there's an appeal to that for, for everybody where it's like, you know, you want to go back, you want to, you want to kind of go back to a moment in time or like you associate that place you lived in with. Yeah. that time period that you lived in it. And so I think that's a cool little, you know, nugget that they're bringing forward with the episode. Right. Uh, specifically a nugget. <clears throat> it's, a, a, it's, it's a, a thought nugget. nugget. It's a, a thought, thought nugget. nugget. Yeah. Um, you know, in, 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 so there gets to, there gets a point in the episode where, um, Martin, he's like, he confronts the parents. He goes back to the parents He's like, I'm, I'm your son. I'm your son. I'm, I'm Martin. And here's my identification. Here's my identification. And he, they pretty much like, uh, the mom slaps him and says, get out of here. Right. And he's like, and he's like, the, the, the merry-go-round Marty's at the merry-go-round. I have to tell him. So he runs over he runs back over to the merry-go-round where like near the bandstand and all that stuff. And Marty is on a horse, right? Yeah. On the merry-go-round chomping on some popcorn. And, carefree and there, there's there's a there's a couple of cool like oblique angle shots yes. right yes. uh really kind of like odd disorienting uh, along with the the Clypey music mm-hmm. um and uh so martin what the heck is <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on i think that might just be wind so martin like hops onto the merry-go-round to to try to get Marty, mm-hmm. uh, and Marty sees him and freaks out, and so he like he's being chased on the merry-go-round, and jumps off and breaks his breaks his leg. Yep. Uh, and Martin, old Martin, goes you know screams yelps, out in pain, yelps like, in pain. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the ambulance comes, the the doctors, whatever, and they they take him away. Um, and and Martin kind of like walks walks behind him, just saying like I just I wanted to tell you you have to enjoy your life. You know this this is a time of your life you have to enjoy because you're going to get to a point where the cotton candy yeah. and the, there's no more cotton candy. There's no more merry-go-rounds. There's no more bandstands and yeah. all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is depressing in a way. It, it, it is. It is depressing. I think we'll, we'll get in, we'll get into that. Cause that's something I want to talk about. Um, but then, so Martin's dad, uh, comes over and he's like, I looked at your wallet. I, I looked at the money. Your, your license doesn't even expire till 1960. Uh, so everything tells me that you are Martin Sloan. You a time are, traveler. You are my son. And then he shoots him. <laughs> and then he and then he shoots him. Uh, and then he, he leaps into another body. <laughs> and then he looks in a mirror and he's like, oh boy. Um, but that's, he, that's not what happens. That, that's, not what, that's not what happens. His father essentially s- says to him, like, you know, you don't, you don't belong here. You, ha- you had your time. 
like this is marty's time yeah. this is young marty this, this is, is his time you can't share it this is his summer yeah. um and uh you know maybe instead of you know look always looking back maybe you should be looking forward maybe you you don't right now you don't see the cotton candy and the bandstands and the merry-go-rounds mm-hmm. maybe but they're out there they're probably out there in your time you just have to you just have to find them yeah yes. uh, and uh so sound lesson sound lesson presented. from pop that's right and so martin uh he leaves and he says you know you're right pop right uh, and he goes back into that that soda shop, that drugstore from earlier. And now it's 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 bebopping, it's swinging, it's hopping with them kids. The, the kids are uh, playing that jukebox, <laughs> drinking their thirty five cent that sodas. That, that's right. And he goes to the attendant and he he says, "I'll get a, I'll get a chocolate soda with three scoops." And he's like, "Well, that costs you extra. It'll be thirty five cents." He's like, "Oh, actually, no, <laughs> too rich for my blood. <laughs> to cancel cancel that." Uh, and he kind of walks away, freaked out. He. He limps, limps, limps away. Limps, yeah. Oh yeah. He gets off the bar stool and he says, "Ah, my my bum leg." Like, oh, what happened to your leg? I fell off a merry-go-round when I was a kid. Yeah, it's a it's a darndest thing. Uh, so he walking distance. The show should be called limping distance at that point in time. <laughs> he limps a mile and a half back to the the car. He gets in, um, and we we get the sense that he's resolved to. Uh, you know, find the joy in life again. Right. And not right. live in the past. Sure. Look towards the future. So that is, uh, with a few asides, that is the episode. Sure. Um, and all right. With the 16 millimeter shrine as a reference, um, for those who list, haven't heard or watched that episode, that was the last episode. I had the great Tiffany Hersey on here. We talked about it. Uh, and in that episode, nostalgia was it was a huge theme for sure mm-hmm. um I, again that thought of looking back at sort of your former life or your past experiences and almost almost being more obsessed with that than sort of the present day or or, or things or looking ahead to that, other opportunities that's right and, and in 16 millimeter shrine that is i feel in this is my opinion that that is a a win for the past right like that is a win for the past, lose for for her and that character personally, uh, because that she buries herself. Yeah, she essentially um, becomes consumed by that, and uh, it, the the idea of a shrine sort of being that thing of of worship. Yeah, like and and that sixteen millimeter film being that thing that she worshipped and that, and she was consumed in and was never able to move past it. Uh, with with walking distance you you get that resolution resolution with pop at the end that that's yeah. sort of like you know what like yes this was a great time in your life this was something that's worth looking back on however you can't live here this right. this isn't your time your time is 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 ahead so um i don't know maybe did he get some angry letters after the 60 millimeter shrine and he, and he was like all right i got it <laughs> next week no, uh, the, the actual the the story behind it is is Rod Serling was actually um, similarly to Martin Sloan. He, he was like sitting on a bench and he was thinking about him himself as a as a child, right? Mm-hmm. And and all those good times, um, and then going back, like a going back to his hometown, like a, a couple of years later, and seeing how kind of everything was different. You know, the mm-hmm. merry-go-round was was torn down. Um, and so that's, that's where that, that came from. And so then a few years later you have Walt Disney who does the same thing and he's like frustrated with like the amusement parks of that day. And he just yearns for his hometown in Missouri. So he builds a theme park and the first place (laughs) you go into is a reconstructed, uh, main street that resembles the main street of his, of his youth. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what was going on in the fifties, but people really wanted to go back yeah. to their childhood. Yeah. Well, that's the same thing in Gremlins too. He was designing. <laughs> um, no, I mean that's. But that's you know that's a common that's a common thing. You know, sure. We're always we're always universally always saying, um, man, things used to be so much better then. The good old days. The the good old days, and I think I think about when I was a child and in those good times. And even though I have bills and I have responsibilities and I have a wife that I have to take care of, oh my god, um, you know, <laughs> I I'm happy that I'm here in the now. 
and I'm sure. and I'm happy to look forward to the the experiences that I have yet to have. Um, and I think that's what Martin Sloan has to look forward to. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. We, I mean, we've got we've got lots to look forward to. <laughs> this is our summer. This is Travis summer of sixty nine. Uh, so Travis, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Yes. Um, I have a, I have a few a few thoughts about this. Uh, one is is a very early shot in in the episode. Uh, it, they're still at the service station, and it's it's the shot of of Martin walking towards Homewood. Mm-hmm. And uh, the shot that we actually see is not the camera pointed at Martin, but it is actually uh, focusing in on a mirror that is on a like a vending machine. Yeah, and it, it zooms into that. And the next shot immediately after that is also a mirror, and it's a mirror in the soda shop. Mm. Um, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, but you see this reflection like in those in those shots it's not it's not actual reality it's it's this version of reality this reflection of reality and and it's in that those two shots right there that are both mirrors that you have the transition where he goes from present day into the past and so then i started getting all this like through the looking glass sort of like ideas like that they but that was just sort of this visual representation of oh he's he's not he's not walking into homewood of of the 1950s he's he's stepping back through the mirror if you will um he, and i thought that was a great little bit of visual storytelling right uh that that's actually that's really cool uh he's reflecting if you ah, will ah nice nice word usage there hey Mr. man I, I didn't i didn't set up <laughs> you you set you set it up uh no that that's that's an awesome point and i think you know some of the sometimes we don't notice those really kind of clever shots that 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 tell a lot more to the story than than just dialogue alone would do it um and and, uh with that in mind as well so bernard herman uh the composer of the theme originally uh he he also composed music specifically for this episode um and uh in a letter to, to rod sterling he was saying how much he appreciates being able to compose original stuff for a scene because it helps enhance the emotion it yeah, no, is able it to um to really to tell a deeper part of the story that that no music would for sure well, yeah there were there were a few different shots and you and you talked about like the the obscure angles that were used a few times like mm-hmm. that scene with the merry-go-round at the end where he's like walking through it like all of the all of what should be vertical poles in the merry-go-round are like at like a 45 degree angle it's yeah. like it almost looks like he's like walking like uphill or something um but then there's a, there's a shift uh and everything kind of straightens out as he makes this res- this you know realization that you know okay maybe i don't have to be trapped back in this past mentality yeah. um yeah. so it's it though those visual things and sort of the cinematography for for a 22 minute you know television <laughs> show like yeah just really, really um, great visual storytelling there. So that was one of the things I really took away from the episode and, and what made me like it even more than just the, the theme of the story itself. Right on, right on. Uh, what would you give it out of 10 Serlings? 10 Serlings, I'd, I'd give this like an 8, yeah. honestly. And and it's, I've watched it a couple of times. Um, it's it's one of those stories that it's it doesn't it's not like a weird sci-fi dark type thing, but it's... Um, it's it's just that enough off kilter yeah. sort of thing to kind of make you think, and and you know it's not something that you would experience in reality, but uh, there's a, there's a good lesson to be taken away from it anyway. Right on. Well, well, well thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, is there any, is there anything you're you're hawking anywhere's you're hawking? No, just uh, listen to us on Apathetic Enthusiasm every week on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and all those things. Uh, this is actually a crossover episode. This, this so. Is. So this 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 episode, uh, nearly in its entirety, will be featured on, on an episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm. So go check that out, too, over at geekade.com. And if you're listening to Apathetic Enthusiasm, that means you probably could have stopped listening to this. Yeah, and you should. <laughs> if you've already listened to this episode. If you're listening to this on Apathetic Enthusiasm, go subscribe to Submit for Your <laughs> Approval. Exactly right. Uh, thank you so much, Travis. Uh, you're always, I mean, you, you we record every week anyway. 
Yeah. Uh, so we're very comfortable with each other. So when when you can't get me to leave, we'll just do one of these instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so. We'll watch an episode and then you can we can record it. Because <laughs> right. I, I have about uh, 31 left to go. Uh, all right. So there's, there's plenty of ways you can get a hold of me. Uh, first of all, s4yapodcast at gmail.com. You can hit me up there. Or I'm on Twitter at s4ya underscore podcast. And, of course, Stitcher, iTunes. Go on out, five-star rating. You don't have to give it to me. You can give it to Rod Serling. Rest in peace. Uh, you can give it to, to five stars and then just write the name of your favorite uh, Twilight Zone episode. That's right. The, any, any of the seasons. Yeah. De- Does, it doesn't have to be Death season Ship one. season four, uh, The Mask season five. Any, anything. Anything. Any episode. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. And please, please, tell, tell a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Uh, I'm Brandon Cruz. Travis, that's you. That's me. I'm Travis. Thank (laughs) you so much for having me again. And we'll check you out next week. That's it. We did it. Two podcasts in one. Two podcasts. It's like one of those Russian dolls uh-huh. where you, they're like the nesting dolls. Like you, you, you download Apothecary and you open it up. There's another podcast. Inside. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> yes. In Mother Russia, <laughs> podcast listens to you. Uh, uh, that was the worst Russian accent it, ever. It, it was. Das, um, das Vedanya. So, so, so the beauty is the only people listening right now are the people... Fired up about submitted for your approval. <laughs> they listened to the whole episode. Thank you for doing that. Uh, how how can they? Well, I, I, I well, if if you didn't catch it at the end of submitted <laughs> uh, for your approval, uh, you can hit me up specifically me, not Travis. No, S four Y A podcast. Not 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 me at all. S four Y A podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, also on Twitter at s4ya underscore podcast. Yeah, you search search for it on on iTunes and Stitcher and however you listen to your your podcast is probably on there. If it's not, send send Brandon an email and he'll, he'll get it on there. <laughs> like split. Um, that's it. A little a little unorthodox episode of apathetic enthusiasm, yeah. but uh, it's fun. I li- I like talking about some of this stuff. Um, next week, next week is a very very special episode. Oh my. God. Uh, <laughs> we we are approaching Valentine's Day, the holiday of love and consumer oh, that spending. Is, that is next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! So we got some special guests planned. Uh, who is going to be joining us for our next episode, Brandon? Who? It'll be interesting. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, uh, at the very least, assuming it'll be assuming they don't leave us first. I won't say it's it won't be good, but it'll be interesting. <laughs> our wives are going to make our a special wives appearance will be on apathetic enthusiasm sheena and chelsea that's right uh what we're going to be doing is we will be playing a little bit of a game get getting the ladies sort of used to this podcasting environment uh the newlywed game but we're not newlywed so it's like an oldly wed game yeah um and then we're we're gonna we're gonna do our netflix rewatch next week yeah uh it's gonna be uh i don't know if it's a romantic comedy i don't know oh, if we, have, we haven't decided yet. here's the problem we have told <laughs> our wives to pick the movie okay oh yeah and they haven't they haven't gotten back to us yet <laughs> so if you're downloading this episode they came together if, if, <laughs> that's what we're pulling for <laughs> you can say that again uh, uh tell me about it but you need to get on our social media you need to be following us so you know what movie we're going to do for the netflix rewatch uh we will post it out there as soon as our wives give us <laughs> give us a heads up uh so make sure you head over to facebook facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show uh like us there um, you can follow us on Twitter at Apathusiast. Uh, I'm sure we'll throw something up on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm, uh, about our Netflix rewatch. And of course our email, uh, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. And, and I think we do want to record that episode video wise. Yeah. We'll, we'll, if we'll, I didn't talk to you about it yet. Uh, yeah. I want to we'll, <laughs> we will, we'll try to get, uh, consent from, from all parties involved <laughs> to do, to do another video episode. If you, if you watch last our 50th uh, movie versary on YouTube. Thank you for doing that. That is on the Geek Aid YouTube channel. And of course, this podcast, submitted for your approval, and many other nerdy nuggets are all available <laughs> at geekaid.com. You uh, and that nuggets word. I, I love nuggets. Chicken nuggets, uh-huh. gold nuggets. Mm-hmm. Not the Denver nuggets. But no. <laughs> just not my thing. 
All right. Anything else, Brandon? Before I, I was, we sign off, I was trying to think of any nugget, other nugget words. No, that that's all I've got. <laughs> the, uh, thank you, guys, everybody, for listening. Uh, I am Brandon. I'm Travis. And have a wonderful day. See you next time. And week. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.